Hi guys, it's Becky. Welcome to another episode of the Audacity Podcast KE. Thanks for listening to the previous episode and for your feedback. I appreciate it so much and love that we can hang in this corner of the interwebs. So I really enjoyed making today's episode and I hope you like it and that one or two things jump at you. <laughs> we will be differentiating character from personality and a possible way in which the concept of personality emerged thanks to the work of Susan Cain and particularly her book Quiet. So I can imagine there are other schools of thoughts on personality out there but Susan focuses on the social economic angle with the agrarian revolution era as her premise. To brush up on our history lessons just a little bit, the agrarian revolution refers to the radical changes in agriculture uh, around the 17th and the 19th century. Some of the changes were a shift to commercial agriculture for industrial and export purposes from the previous small-scale farming, where farmers produced just enough food for their own families' consumption. This also saw a use of machines in place of the simplistic tools for land preparation, planting and harvesting that had previously been used. Now with plenty of produce, there needed new scientific ways to refrigerate and preserve the raw produce. There was also the emergence of land enclosures from previous open field systems that saw the rich buy huge tracts of land and enclose them with fences to mark ownership and affluence. And I dare guess the genesis of the infamous willing buyer, willing seller idea where people were enticed to sell their lands. Hmm. This was also the time that the domestication of animals was widely practiced. So that, in a nutshell, refers to the agrarian revolution. Now, over time, this led to the emergence of a class of rich people who were the minority owning most of the land, while the majority, the peasants, were left landless. Now, with land being the main source of livelihood then, the peasants had to provide labor in the rich people's farms to fend for themselves. And the rest that couldn't be absorbed by the new system had no option but to live for other areas or cities in search of land, but mostly in search of other ways to self-sustain, what came to be referred to as a rural urban migration. Now, uh, with a migration, you find yourself in a foreign place, uh, which often is accompanied by new struggles, and you have to adapt and or renovate yourself in order to survive. So these people who are used to living in neat family and community circles where everyone knows everyone, they visit each other, stop to chat, uh, fill in each other on the latest gossip, their worry, or simply check in on each other, you know, like the typical small village life where you may even find several generations living in the same compound and satisfied with their way of life because their basic needs are met. That kind of village life, too, a life where you're living among strangers in strange places. 
emerging urban centers to be specific, where you're living not just with other strangers, but strangers who are also searching for the same scarce opportunities as you are. So you all are now job seekers, competing against each other to clinch the few opportunities. And now with this, we can see how these people gradually um, evolved and quickly learned the art of being salesmen and women, peddling good impressions or self-presentation in the face of scarce opportunities, job-wise or for life partners. Now, when you're acutely aware that everyone around you is watching you or is in competition with you, because any of them could be your potential employer or would hook you up with someone in their circles who could be your potential employer or the equivalent of what we now see on social media as a request to share because my client could be on your timeline. Now, with that being the thinking then and a necessary one for that matter, over time it becomes a compulsive need to polish and perform your appearance so others may see you as admirable. Not just admirable, but more admirable than. The competition is always on and you always have to be on your best presentation or with your best foot forward. And with the evolution for first-time likability, you know, a first-time impression becomes a thing. And before you know it, there's a business opportunity for self-help books or publications to tell people how to present themselves. And so imagine articles with titles such as the art of six or seven steps, um, for example, to make yourself unforgettable, to win people. And, oh, but by the way, I do not know if there are actual publications with that. I just made a guess, but you get the drift. The key lesson being impress, impress, impress. Constant reminder that you need to stand out, to be seen, to be heard, to be better than what you say and how you say it so that you are seen to be ahead of others and you can reel others in. Others here being potential employers or potential life partners because in the game of the concrete jungle, where there's scarce opportunities, it's you either win or lose to the other person's favor. It's a showmanship made of pleasing, performing, then perfecting that skill to at least ensure you're always ranked highly. You better be among the few or above the few. And it doesn't really matter whether that's who you are. Ladies and gentlemen, that in a nutshell was the evolution of personalities, the presentation of yourself, the manipulation of how others perceive you. Turns out the word personality did not even exist in the English language until the 18th century and the idea of a good personality became popular in the 20th century with the industrial age. 
and is common in our days to hear someone being described as having good personalities. Now, character, on the other hand, is synonymous with courage, sacrifice, perseverance, generosity, or dedication. At least in the pre-agrarian revolution days, character was seen as how you behave when there's no one to impress or nothing to prove or an image to protect. These traits were highly ranked then and I dare say even now, maybe in small close-knit communities in G in village settings where people really don't care how you present yourselves, they are concerned with who you really are. You know? So there's the contrast between character and personality and the involvement over time. So next time someone brings up personality, you can spice up spice up that conversation by sprinkling this history in there, you know, for the sake of working the perception on you. Who you really are doesn't matter. Or does it? <laughs> oh, thanks for listening to this episode and uh, yeah, go ahead and share it with a friend or with someone who you think would love it and connect with us on social media as the Audacity Podcast KE and let us know what you think. Catch you in the next episode. Bye bye. Go on and have a good personality.